Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to, I think this is the 30th or 31st episode of Obscure Image Podcast, the most obscure podcast in the world with your host, Make Love, where I interview underground artists, content creators, game developers, inventors, anything in between that. Today, I have a really, really cool episode, man. She's been making a lot of, like, dope content sur- like surrounding, like, Omegle and stuff like that, so it's really cool to have her on. So without further ado, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Hey, my name is Tally White. I'm uh, from San Diego, California, and I make funny videos online. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Tally, one thing I want to know, off the bat, I kind of want to ask this question. How did you get banned, like, on TikTok? I remember seeing that. I've been permanently banned twice. So, (laughs) I have had a history of a lot of my videos just being mass reported. Uh, for example, I'll have like a, I'll have a Omegle video go like viral, and fucking so many people will like mass report it for shit like violence or, uh, like nudity or fucking like terrorism and shit like that. And fuck? so TikTok would automatically take it down, like because the way the TikTok algorithm algorithm works is if they get like severe reports like vi- like like violence and shit uh-huh. the, it'll just like a bottle autom- automatically detected and take on the videos so that shit happened again and again and again and again but the thing with tiktok is when you get a video taken down your account is still like has like a strike on it so my account just got way too many strikes um the second account had like 30 34,000 followers uh, first one was just like 10k, not that much. So, is there anybody you can talk to about that, or no? Is there customer support just like ass or whatever? Nah, I mean, <laughs> it literally happened on New Year's Day when my very first account got permanently deleted, oh, and wow. so uh, I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> I I tried to reach out to the team and shit, but I never got a response. Then I made Tally White with two E's. And I was like, all right, you know, best of luck with this shit. And that shit got deleted when it started blowing up. I, I had a I had one clip hit like 10 milli. Jeez. And it was this one like famous clip that I'm known for now where it's like this this dude looks like my dad. <laughs> and um he like asked me to show me his ass or show me my ass. And uh, that shit blew up. It went like super popular in Morocco, some like like West Asian kind of like Middle East countries. And yeah, TikTok just took my shit down. We're trying to get it back, but you know, <laughs> just bro, they don't like me for some reason. I don't know why. They just don't fuck with me. Dude, that is that that's extremely fucked because on your like. Your recent TikTok, it just says in the bio, TikTok keeps banning me, lol. Like, bruh. Oh my god. So, what do you do to kind of like, or attempt to prevent this from happening again? Uh, there's not really much I can do. I've literally reposted all the videos I posted before. And so, maybe the sound will get muted, and I just can't post the video no more. Or, you know, I'll just post the video, or I'll just avoid posting certain videos. Um, there's just not much I can do. 
you know like and some of my clothes people just call me like you know slurs and shit yeah. or just say the n-word and you know tiktok doesn't really vibe with that and i get it you know but uh yeah i mean the clips are funny as shit though so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i kind of want to get into that so yeah, my head just like a brain fart just then. So you do like a lot of other things, but you're mainly known for trolling on Amigle. And I guess it's safe to say that if podcasting comes from radio, then trolling is like a form of comedy. It comes from comedy. So have you ever thought of like trying to go into like stand-up comedy or anything like that? That's so funny you say that. I'm actually in a stand-up comedy class right now. Really? How's that going? Yeah. I mean, when I first started making videos, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And I was reading this book. It was like how to how to get good at stand-up comedy or some shit. I mean, I read like four different books at the time. I didn't finish a single fucking one of them. But <laughs> like I was reading and basically it was talking about comedy the the craft is always changing and the way you become known mm -hmm. uh, ch develops and changes as well. So like, for example, comedy, you really only heard it on the radio. And then after radio, it was like TV, um, from TV to streaming services. And now I think it's the vir virality of TikTok and, and Instagram. You see that a lot in the music industry too. But mm -hmm. it... um. I, I <laughs> I've considered going into comedy. Um, it it's a it's a something I've considered, but not sure right now. That's where I'm taking my my stuff. How come you're not sure right now? Um, just because a lot of my stuff centers around being online, and mm. you know, I I could definitely do like in person performances. It's just a total different atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, who does that? Uh, I think Steve-O, he has, like, his, his stand-up, and it, re it revolves around, like, his stunts that he did, like, on the internet right. or, like, you know, before the internet. Like, you could always do something like that and put your own spin on it if you really wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I've considered that, definitely. Uh, one, one of the m main things, though, is, you know, a lot of my humor comes from the way I edit my videos. Oh. and there's a there's a pacing to that and so i feel like you know i'm a funny ass fucking person you know in real life like i'd like to think i'm a funny motherfucker <laughs> but um you know when you stand in front of like people in, in person some jokes just do not fucking hit like oh. <laughs> Like if you're not chronically online, some of the jokes just won't you you don't like these people don't fucking get it. Like a lot of people that go to stand up, they're like older people, you know, people that have time. <laughs> yeah, you know. And so they don't really understand the nature of some of these experiences. And you know, I could take the time to explain it and expand on it, but you know, like I feel like it's much easier to just like make YouTube videos, to make Instagram reels, TikToks, and that that is I think it's the future of comedy. Um, and I think it's really where a lot of the future is heading in terms of marketing and other, other aspects of life. Hmm. That's interesting. 
one thing that's kind of cool about like what you do and like trolling on the internet basically is like when you go live and you do it that's kind of stand up right there because you have an audience and they're watching you do funny things so that's basically stand up kind of yeah um i actually used to take improv classes too <laughs> so damn you took a lot of yeah. classes dude so well, yeah i mean go on no 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 go ahead go I, I take I take classes because you know when I'm when I'm into something I really want to get good at it, you know mm. I I have a, I have a more of a growth mindset, so you know I want to get into making podcasts soon and I'm I'm probably gonna go head deep into that shit. You know I'm probably gonna learn how to host a podcast. I'm probably gonna like go to Skillshare or some shit and just like look at a bunch of shit from a technical aspect and you know there are def- different different things that. I really delve into and I'm an all or nothing motherfucker, really. Yeah, yeah that's lit. That's like the mindset you have to have nowadays. That's cool. I think you should do that, Tally. Like actually going to podcasting, that'd be fire. Oh yeah. Like I I've I've definitely been brainstorming. Um I was fucking I went to Mexico like a week ago and I was like traveling to Ensenada and on the like drive there, I was just like thinking of all these different ideas, and um, yeah, I fucking love podcasts. I used to listen to podcasts when I was working at fucking Popeyes, Domino's, like when I was working minimum wage jobs, I was just listening to these fucking podcasts. Got like an, one AirPod in, and uh, yeah, I love podcasts. That shit's awesome. So, where did you prefer working, Popeyes or Domino's? Oh my god. I fucking hated Domino's, but really? I hated Pop. Yeah, no, Popeyes was fine because like they desperately needed me, and I got <laughs> way more hours. And like when I worked at Popeyes, I lived at home, so mm-hmm. it was like a ten minute walk. But fucking Domino's, because I didn't have no fucking car. The buses didn't really go late, and um, I would walk like forty minutes to Domino's. Bro. from where i lived and then i have to walk home in the dark and you know i'd probably start a shift at like five o'clock and i get off at like nine so like i have no time to like take a break or sit down i hated that job i fucking hated that job and it's so gross like the way they make pizzas and shit it's disgusting i'm sorry but i can never eat a fucking domino's pizza for the rest of my life Oh, see, now you got to spill the beans now. What's going on? What's going on? Yo, this one, yo, I was working with this one bitch. I swear to God, I don't know what was going through her mind. <laughs> she was going through like rehab or some shit. Mm-hmm. And this bitch brings like beef jerky onto the line. She's like making the, like the dough and shit. She's like throwing that shit. And she's got fucking beef jerky right next to her. She's eating that shit. She's not washing her hands. She's got her fucking phone on the food line. So, like, some of these motherfuckers are making pizzas, touching their phone, going to the bathroom, using their phone in the bathroom. So, like, you know, if you eat Domino's and you feel fucking sick after, you fucking know why. It's because motherfuckers are disgusting. They don't wash their hands. Fucking, you know, I won't speak for all Domino's, but the Domino's I fucking worked at, dude, the people that work there were disgusting as shit. Yeah, that is that is despicable. I've and I, I might get sued for defamation or some shit, but I'm gonna be real for for legal purposes. Uh, I could be wrong. 
Man, fuck them, man. I had a personal experience. I went to, so me and my mom, we went to, not to get too, too off topic, but we went to Domino's. We went to go pick it up, right? There was this guy, bare hands, just punching the shit out of the dough, no gloves, like, what the fuck? really getting in there, dog. Like, really, like. Bro, hit that shit like Conor McGregor. What the hell? <laughs> like, no, nah, bro. And he was the type to where, if you were to say something, he'll probably get mad. And he was like an old Latino man. He didn't give a fuck about anything, like, tatted oh, up. Like, I know he didn't care, bro. He was just. You know, but yeah, I've had some, yeah, I've seen some pretty disgusting, despicable things, but, uh, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Fucking crimes against humanity at fucking Domino's. <laughs> Just I, I, all my fucking homies hate Domino's, bro. Oh, God. So, <laughs> that's crazy, though, because I feel like Domino's is like, as a teenager, that was like, probably like. A job that I thought was cool, like Domino's, GameStop, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's wild. But Yeah, um, I always thought it was cool. I mean, my mom, when I lived with my mom, I lived at home until I was like 18, 19. Mm -hmm. And um, I always had to have a job or go to school or both. And fucking i i used to work these fast food jobs and i fucking hated it <laughs> but at first it was like yo i would get a job and i'd be like dude this shit is sick as hell mm -hmm. and then three months later i'm like oh my god no fucking wonder they hired me on the spot <laughs> you yeah. know? like that it, these places fucking exploit the fuck out of like teenagers and young adults yeah. it's crazy like and they and they expect you, bro. If you go to college, they expect you to like treat it like it's your career. Like it's 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 like Domino's comes first, Popeyes comes first. But um, yeah. I mean, that's just why I'd, I just I'm happy to be where I'm at now. Yeah. Um, but fuck, I used to work so many different minimum wage jobs and I hated it. Damn, Domino's comes first, huh? Domino's ganger don't bang, bro. I kind of want to go back to something you said earlier, how you were saying your humor is like the same on Omegle and outside of the internet. And that was like one of the next questions, like how much of that is like Omegle humor versus like actually you, like how much is, how do I put it? How much is Tally White actually you versus it being a character online on Omegle? Um, that's a good question. I don't even <laughs> I don't even think about that shit. Um fucking I mean when I go on Omegle, it is a perform like it is a performance for mm -hmm. like like I used to stream a lot. Um and it's mostly a performance for for the viewers. You know, some stuff like I probably wouldn't say to their face. And the shit they're saying to me, they probably wouldn't say. Like, yeah. they probably wouldn't be like, oh, uh, what's up, Tranny? Or like, yo, I want to fuck you or some shit like that. They probably wouldn't say that type of shit. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's just a different dimension online. Like, when you're sitting in front of your screen, it's just a insane, insane boost of confidence to just say the most outlandish shit. Yeah. But um, in person... Yeah, I'm pretty wild. I'm pretty wild. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> like I can be chill, but yeah, I, I I just be saying out of pocket shit too, like the same shit I say on Omegle. So, so you say like that type of humor to like your friends and family? Do they understand it, or they're kind of like, well, like Tally's kind of bugging, or like what? 
Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm sure they get annoyed sometimes, but low key, I'd be doing like 400 IQ trolling. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I went to an SDSU game one time, mm-hmm. and it was like a basketball game, and the fucking the away team was like this this this. Uh, I think they were from like Colorado or some shit. It was like the Bears, or I, I don't even fucking know the mascot. I didn't fucking care. But um, we're sitting in the student section, and like a like a rule is, you're not supposed to like cheer for any other team. Like you're supposed to stand up, you're supposed to cheer. There's like fucking signals at the top. There's like a fucking board, and it's like cheer now, cheer louder. Oh wow! And whenever the fucking enemy team would uh score, I would just fucking cheer, and. Uh, <laughs> Motherfucker slams dunk, slam dunks, and I'm like, woo! <laughs> you know, it's like 26 to 4, and there's motherfuckers in the student area, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they don't understand. Like, I don't give a fuck about basketball. I don't care about the game, mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to see the reactions and see, like, man, like, I want to see just, like, how far someone would go. Like, what? <laughs> Why the fuck would somebody really care this much to cuss me out you know it's just like sometimes i feel like i'm in my own realm of like existence and it's it's kind of kind of weird to explain do you think that's safe um no (laughs) and that's why and that's why uh i haven't been trolling as much in public because i i used to do it downtown and fucking oh my god these like big ass muscular guys you know (laughs) fucking i remember i remember there's this like group of black guys and they're like damn shoddy you look fine as hell and i passed by we're crossing the street i'm like thanks man you too and uh fuck, i'll never forget the face on this dude like his jaw dropped like he was in one piece you know <laughs> and and i won't forget like later that night i was with my girlfriends and we had to cross the street and it was like a darker alleyway and we passed the same group of guys. And so low key, I'm like, like my balls are sweating low key, you know, <laughs> like they're, they're tiny as fuck now, but they were sweating and fucking it's scary. Like mm-hmm. trolling in real life is dangerous, especially if you're yeah. a minority. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, do you think that kind of holds you back from like taking your videos like in person? Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's why I don't do a lot of trolling in person videos because you know it's easier for some people. I mean, you look at a lot of the people who troll. I mean, they tend to be guys. Yeah. Or if they are girls, you know, they have a security team with them. They do it on college campuses. Yeah. College campuses are safer. Yeah. Um if you go fucking downtown where people are drunk, you can be assaulted. You might get shot. There are some people who are amateur fucking pranksters who get shot. In, mm-hmm. like, fucking, you know, the South and shit sometimes. Crazy shit, you know? So that's why I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> so I just stick to online shit for now. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's just a different world. It's not, it's not a world that's, like, safe, unfortunately. And I, and I, and I think it's slowly dying over time, mm. you know? Why do you think it's dying? Well, I mean, like, 
there's only so many like original people, I guess. You know, like you can do a farting prank, like Jack Vale. He he does like a hooter fucking prank, and he, <laughs> you know, I can't lie, I will watch his videos for like seven hours, but then I won't I won't watch his videos for another like year. You mm. know, so it's like you consume this content, and I and I know it's probably not just for pranks, but you consume fuck ton of content at once that's just how algorithms on youtube work or or instagram or tiktok Mm -hmm. and i think pranking is is dying because you can only do so much and if you don't like a lot of these pranks sometimes cost money now like you'll see nelk oh yeah nelk will put on these like huge ass scenes like the production value, the amount of money that goes into that is insane. And you cannot compete with that if you're an amateur prankster. And not only that, but it's fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> like, bro, if I'm standing in line and a motherfucker wants to do like a fart spray prank, dude, I'm I'm gonna throw up. Like <laughs> on the cashier. Oh god. Poor bitch probably making $13 an hour or some shit. <laughs> and now she gotta throw up on her. Some motherfucker decided to fart fucking spray. Spray fart for his like <laughs> seven hundred subscribers, you know. Oh man. <laughs> ah, fucking hell, man. Uh, and and you got to look at it from like a <laughs> like a like a like a it's just like a budget perspective and a business kind of like expansion perspective. Like, it's hard to grow with like a prank channel, you know. I think now nowadays, like you look at there are TV shows that. It's it's not like an original thing, you know. Mm-hmm. There are TV shows that do it, but way better because they're fucking TV shows. They have HBO budgets, you know. Mm-hmm. You look at Nathan for You. Nathan for You is a fucking amazing show because of its budget and because it has funding and shit like that. So, like that's why I don't know. You know, I don't want to fucking I don't want to fuck up somebody's day. You know. What you're saying. <laughs> There's this one guy. Funny as shit. I guess you could call it, he does pranks. It's called the cart narc, where he gets mad at people, like, not putting yeah. the carts. That guy's funny as shit, man. <laughs> oh, my God. He he is. But here, here's the thing. I watch one of his videos, and I'm like, dude, this is, like, borderline harassment, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, this motherfucker's throwing stickers and shit at their cars. And at the same time, these motherfuckers are just, like, you know, like, cussing them out. Like, don't throw a sticker on my car. Don't do it. And they're fucking, like, parked, bro. Like, they could just drive away and have yeah. a fucking free sticker. You know, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that but, serious. Like, <laughs> no, it's, I think that's what it makes it so funny is because it's not serious at all. So, did you think, like, you'd be doing something on the internet as a kid? Or did you have, like, aspirations of being, like, a doctor, a lawyer, more traditional route? Or? Um, no, I'm not going to lie. I always wanted to be, like, a YouTuber. Really? Uh, <laughs> I was in sixth grade and there was like a, there was like a little, uh, fucking writing, uh, fucking writing competition at the school mm-hmm. and it was like, write about your hero. And I was like, <laughs> I got this shit. So I wrote a fucking, I wrote a paper about PewDiePie and this was before he hit a, like a fuck ton of subscribers, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, PewDiePie is my hero because he makes me laugh and he makes the best videos ever. And he is so, so funny. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like some little baby shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, 
I've always been like kind of chronically online. I, I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I'm a huge gamer. I'm a huge online person. Um, I grew up mostly with guys. So, you know, a lot of people find me relatable. And that's because I am pretty much like I I feel like I'm just a like I feel like I could be friends with a lot of people, you know, so uh, I, I get along with everybody pretty well. But I, 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 I didn't expect I didn't expect to make it, I guess. Like I always had dreams, but I didn't think I would make it online. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you said about not having too many friends growing up, why was that? Damn, bro, I had therapy on Thursday. <laughs> um, I didn't have no friends because, uh, I mean, my my parents were divorced, and I was, uh, you know, I was dealing with like internal feelings of being queer mm-hmm. you know i would i would act out i do like some attention seeking shit i was always one of those nerdy kids where i was like actually uh <laughs> you know i try to correct the fucking teacher and shit like i uh, thought i knew everything mm-hmm. i was such a fucking nerd in elementary school and, high, and middle school dude but the moment i hit high school like I really just stopped giving a fuck. And maybe it's because I got laid my freshman year of high school. But, uh, like, pussy will really change your life. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it's it's true. Pussy will change your life, bro. When I was a freshman in high school, it, uh, it just, like, it, like, chilled me out. Like, I feel like when I got pussy in my life, I'm chill. <laughs> but it's like, it's like antidepressants, you know? Like, I ain't even got to take my Zoloft. Wow. That's a, that's a hell of a comparison. <laughs> For real. It's just a chemical reaction, you know? Mm-hmm. I love how you went uh, like... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go, 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 go. Nah, I'm just saying I love pussy, that's all. <laughs> Bruh. Nah, so, everybody listening, you guys know, as an interviewer, I hate interrupting people. That shit is... You never interrupt the guests, you know what I'm saying? You let them keep going. But, uh... Yeah, it was interesting how you went into depth about that, because... I'm actually, in a couple months, actually going to go to school for psychology because I want to be a psych therapist. And that's why I kind of, wow. yeah, and that's why I kind of do my interviews the way I do them, like a conversation, you know, I try to do like, I don't want to say like, this is like my work experience, but like, you know, I try to get a little experience by doing this, you know, but that's awesome. I kind of want to know. So before we talk about you making content on Omegle, how did you find out about Omegle? Oh shit, dude! I used to watch Omega videos all the time when I was younger. I I remember watching like one of the first YouTubers I watched was Mr. Technical Difficult, and he's now like White Lightning Kyle. And this motherfucker was so fucking funny. It was back before YouTube was like really strict and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he would go on Xbox Live and like go to like Call of Duty lobbies, and he he'd be like. He'd do he'd be like he'd like put on a rapist voice or something. It'd be like a really deep auto tune voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds bad. It sounds bad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds bad. But then uh, you just do like these crazy videos where you like prank calls hookers and stuff like that. And 
like back then it was funny as shit. Now yeah. I'm like, damn, bro. Like that shit was unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I saw one video where he just says the N-word. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, the internet this was, definitely... was this, Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah. It was a different fucking time. And uh so yeah, I watched a lot. He did a lot of Omegle videos too. And um no, I just thought I thought it was funny as shit back then, you know. And then, um, you know, like you'd have big YouTubers going on Mago sometimes, like yeah. Shane Dawson. You know, he did one where he went on with his mom, mm-hmm. and uh, fucking, it was just like a popular site, you know. Like you could go on and meet your favorite YouTuber sometimes, you know. Mm. I thought that I thought that was the appeal, and looking back. I don't know what I was doing, bro. I would just troll people like on my own. <laughs> <laughs> like I would put like my glasses down and I'd be like, you got games on your phone? <laughs> like type shit. Mm-hmm. And I would just freak people the fuck out, you know? Or I'd talk with like Filipino motherfuckers and I'm Filipino for reference. Mm-hmm. And I'd just like say shit like putong in a mo, which what means like mean? your mom's a whore. Oh my God. I feel like who taught you that shit, and I'm like, don't worry about it. Wait, so how, how do you say it? I, I want to say it. How do you say it? Putang in a mo. Yeah. P u t a n g, i n a, m o. Putang in a mo. You're saying that shit so fast, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Putong in a mo. Yeah. Hey, that's close enough. <laughs> Just oh, uh. Just do not say that around a Filipino motherfucker. Of course, of course. That's interesting. So you were basically on, you were doing, you were trolling people on Omegle before you recorded it type shit. Yeah, that's the thing. I was literally trolling people before I even recorded Omegle videos. Like, I used to just do it for fun. And before I transitioned, I, a lot of people just thought I was a chick. And I was like, what? <laughs> like I had I had like facial hair and everything, but like motherfuckers would just like fucking whip out their cock and just start stroking. And I'm like, whoa! Oh my god! You know? I'm like, whoa! Hey, I ain't even on the gay uh, the gay tag, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. Like people would be so shocked, and I'm like, damn. Like, I mean, I don't really mind if they think I'm a chick, and um. That's really when I thought about transitioning, I guess. Yeah. Does that bother you when people like, like, let's say if um, you join like an Omegle thing, right? And then there's some people right. in there and a girl or a guy be like, oh my God, you're so pretty. And then you speak and they're like, oh my God. And they take it like somewhat take it back. Does that offend you? Um, no, nah. that's like a them thing, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not going to be pissed off. Like, shit, if you don't like my voice, that's fine. There's tons of motherfuckers that, like, I love hearing that shit. Yeah. Whispered in their <laughs> motherfucking ears. Like, make them, like, come in their pants type oh, like, shit. Oh, my Tally, you know? calm down. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm sorry. Uh, too far. Too far. My bad. <laughs> oh, you're good. No, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just... I don't, even, I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Like, I just. That's fine. I hate you. I hate you with the Tally White special right there. So I don't blame you. 
Mm, how do I put this? I just find it odd how somebody can see you initially find you attractive and then hear your voice and then kind of just, I don't know. It's like, why can't you just like this person for who they are, what they are? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe right. I'm tweaking, but I don't know. It, um, it comes down a lot to like how people view things socially, you yeah. know, how, like, Oh, like if I fuck, if I, if I, if I think this person's attractive, but like they got a deep ass, like testosterone voice that <laughs> make me gay. Uh-huh. you know <laughs> and it's like if you're asking yourself that probably mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know, like, uh it just it's a society thing and it's about shame and you know if you don't fuck with somebody because of their voice that's fine too mm-hmm. there's plenty of women i think they got an annoying ass voice you know there's plenty of dudes i think they got a fucking they should shut the fuck up you know <laughs> don't talk please you completely ruined your attractiveness <laughs> and um it could be it's a subjective thing mm-hmm. uh, i can't be pissed some people love it like i said you know so going back to you trolling without making content out of it so you said you who did you you named a youtuber and he goes by something else now what was his name uh white lightning kyle see so you were watching him he kind of influenced you to go on Omegle yourself. So what made you say, you know what? Let me actually start to record this. You know, <laughs> it was it was when um, I was basically working full time. And uh, I was working full time at this like little fucking uh, secondhand apparel shop. And I was trying to go into stand-up, and that's when I was like, you know what? Let me film this shit real quick. <laughs> and it's not just White Line and Kyle, but I would watch people like Finster. I'd watch people like Luke AFK, fucking uh, Nat. And, you know, they would do the, like, femboy trolling or, like, they're, where they're actually a guy, you know? And I, I'm transgender, you know, and at the time, um, I was earlier into my transition, but I was still going to Omegle and people would freak the fuck out. And I thought it was funny as hell. Like, I used to laugh my ass off. And I was like, you know what? This would be funny as shit if I, like, shared this. And if you go, if you go back far enough, or, or if you've ever seen it, my very first reel on Instagram, it's, like, zoomed out. It's like horrendous quality because I didn't know how to render shit. I didn't know how to export shit. And it, the first video, it's this dude who's like, how old are you? And I'm like, 20. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just this dude and his friend, they're like, oh, shit. And it's like these two like muscular black dudes. And, you know, they're fine as hell. I'm not going to lie. But... <laughs> uh. That was the first video I posted, and I got like four thousand views first time I posted. And to me, I was like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! I just went viral!" You know, like that. That was in my head. I was like, "Oh my god!" I called my mom, and I was like, "Mom, I just posted a video on Instagram. It got four thousand views." And she was like, "Uh huh." <laughs> I was like, "You don't get it, mom." 4,000 people, I don't even fucking know, saw my video. And I had like 100 followers back then. 
And um, I think what inspired me to pick up the camera was really just, you know, I thought people were always like, you know, you're funny as hell. Maybe you should make videos or something. And I was like, all right, bet. let me do that shit. So you post, it seems like you post on Instagram basically every day. So are you on Omegle every day? Like how often are you on Omegle? Um, I haven't been on Omegle in a while, actually. Really? And I, I don't make, I don't really make Omegle videos anymore. If I were to make another one, it would kind of just be like a, you know, like a finale kind of thing. But I've abstained from making Omegle videos. Mostly because it's kind of, it's low-key, low-key, and this is going to be crazy, but low-key, Omegle, I don't think it should exist. Like, you can talk to anybody, and I've I've made so many videos on Omegle. Like, I've made, you know, voice trolling, I've trolled people with my race, I've trolled people with my you know, how I look and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I've done just about every video I can think of and explored kind of like every topic I think. Like, I think the content there is like really oversaturated right now. But I think as a website, like, it literally, was, like in the last year, I think, said you have to confirm that you're 18 before using it. Before, it was like, you, gotta, you have to confirm like you're 13 or up. But like what would happen is like i would be streaming right and there would be like there would be like a there would be like a like a like a girl that looks like she's like 25 right mm-hmm. and so i'm streaming and i'd like riz her up or whatever and then you know i'd i'd i this was like when i first started streaming and shit but i like popped the question like how old are you and she'd be like, uh, I'm 15. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know? Mm-hmm. And that shit, like, that shit's so dangerous for, for like, for those kids, you know? Like, the fact that a, a minor can go on that website and see it be exposed to a lot of men, like, exposing themselves, mm-hmm. that's that's bad, you know? And I don't think it's I don't think it's a good idea for for me and my brand really to be a part of that anymore. You know, like oh. it, it's just like a bad website. I think I don't think it should exist anymore. Uh, and I know it's kind of like, how can you fucking say that? You fucking made Omega videos, but you know, I thought it was fucking funny as shit as a time at the time. But I'm really thinking about the the reality of the website and it can be really dangerous. And, um, I just, I don't fuck with it no more. You know, it's, it's exhausting. It's tiring being called slurs every time I go on. Mm. Like it, it's, it's, it takes a toll on somebody's mind. Like I used to have people ask me, Tally, I don't know how you do it. And it used to be so fucking hard at first. Like I used to cry sometimes. Like it used to be so bad. Oh, wow. But I, I kind of got numb to it and like the trolling and everything. Like even beyond that, like beyond beyond like everything I just said, 
seeing like dicks every single time I log into Omega, I'm like, damn, bro, I see so many dicks. I should probably just get paid for this shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it's just it, it's a cool website, but it 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 I think there's a way more cons than pros, mm-hmm. you know. That's so interesting that you said that because I literally have it written down. So like when I do when I do interviews, especially how I've been doing them back to back, it gets very, very draining. Like just speaking to people and it's like an exchange of energy. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you were on Amigo and people talking to you, you're trying to make content, people saying just bigotry type things to you, like so you would feel drained after. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking draining getting called slurs every day, Yeah, you know? Like, it happens on the internet. Like, I used to go on TikTok. My, my last two accounts, like, in the comment check- sections, the reason I would blow up is because there was tons of transphobic-ass motherfuckers in the mm-hmm. comment section, you know? Mm-hmm. And thank you. <laughs> but that shit's exhausting, and it's draining. And I wish I could make it funny, but it's really not. Yeah. Like, you have to be a sad motherfucker to just, like, comment shit like, uh, actually, you're a bad. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. on every single, like, I had serial haters. Like, they comment on every single post, like, don't forget, guys, this is a bad. Don't for- Look at the Adam's apple and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would I would make videos before, and I get where you're coming from when you say it's, like, draining, but I would I would make fucking videos. And I was getting laser hair removal. Like, I was taking care of myself. I was doing my transition. I was doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, motherfuckers be like, uh, Tally, you didn't shave this week. Or, uh, looks like your mustache is coming in. <laughs> like, bro. How, it's just crazy. How did you combat that? I just don't respond. No, I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, in terms of, like, you going on Omegle and you hearing people talk to you like that, like, when you get off at the end of the day, like, how did you combat that? Like, how did you unwind after all that? Um, at the time I had a girlfriend, mm-hmm. so, uh, I probably just talked to her. <laughs> well, how about now? But, but this is a post, this is a post girlfriend world. Yeah. And, um, I just use good therapy, you know, I would unwind. I'd fucking go on YouTube and, I couldn't watch Omega videos, you know? Like, I don't watch Omega videos. I can't do that shit anymore because, you know, I'm a content creator. I ain't really got time to watch people that are in this space and their own content. And it's surprising. I don't know what the fuck I did, but, you know, I used to work every day. So I'd probably just go to bed. You know, I'd edit every, I'd edit every single night. I was working, like, five days a week. And... You know, I'd film Omegle on the weekend. I probably had, like, two days off. Mm-hmm. I had to film one day. And then I had to take care of live things the next day. Because it's so draining. You know, like, I'd film for, like, three hours. I'd stream. And at the time, it it took a hit on my mental, you know? It was tiring. Like, I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating well. And I took a break. I took a long, I took a long fucking break, and I decided I was gonna go back to school. And yeah, I mean, I mean, really, one way to unwind. I used to just jack off, honestly. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Are you trolling? Yeah. No, I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. It's it, it, I, I used to stream some days and then um and then I would look forward like I just had other live things going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you just gotta distract yourself by doing shit. And uh no, nah, I'm not trolling. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically you would like ignore it in a sense, basically. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta escape. You know, I'd probably like play video games, but like once I ended a stream or something or I stopped filming, like I had to get off the computer, my head would hurt. You mm. know, I'm like I have like this fucking ring light in my eyes. I'm yeah. in like a dark ass room. If it's not dark, I got the light on. The ring light is still fucking blaring. And it was exhausting. You know, you're putting on a show, you're talking to people, making sure nobody flashes their dick. Yeah. Fucking you know, like it's it's a whole lot of different things. Like, oh, what is what can I clip? What can't I? It uh, it's an exhausting thing. And um, like I said, I was born a man, so most men they just jack off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, that's that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> so, how easy when you were on Omega, how easy was it for you to like get content out of it? Was it easy or was it kind of difficult? It was hard. Mm. Uh, at first, it was kind of hard because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? Like, I literally, like, I bought my own internet plan because um, I was previously staying at like a like an off-campus kind of place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they have this like shitty-ass Wi-Fi. And for some reason, the Wi-Fi, like, Omega just blocked it, like the oh. service provider. And so I had to pay for my own Wi Fi. And I was working minimum wage as like job, you know? And I needed some really good internet to stream, to film. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I ordered a mic, I ordered a nice light. Um, no, fuck. The light came from my grandma, bro. Like, a lot of this shit was just gifts. And. I was just trying to like scrape by as like a college dropout and it was rough. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what recording software to do. I was on OBS. Mm -hmm. I fucking bought Filmora. I didn't know how to edit. I was literally learning everything day by day. Like I literally taught myself how to edit, you know? So, so what were you going to school for? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I was originally going for art history. I love art and I love history. But when I uh, when I moved out from my parents' house, I was like 19. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like some Spider-Verse type shit. Like it was it was crazy. Like you had to order a compass. You had to order like all these sketchbooks, all these materials. I don't fuck with I don't fuck with art, okay? I'm a videographer. I'm an editor. I am not a fucking drawer, okay? <laughs> like I literally passed eighth grade geometry by paying a motherfucker twenty dollars to do my compass test. So oh, wow. <laughs> like oh yeah, oh wow indeed. I'm surprised I even fucking passed math. You know, that's my worst subject. And it was hard. It was hard. And I was overwhelmed. And then I had this fucking English class, and this motherfucker was like, "All right, 
let's learn about capitalism. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, bro, this doesn't even, I don't, this isn't even to be English, bro. I didn't sign up for econ. Like, mm-hmm. it was just so much shit. And I was overwhelmed. It was my first, like, full-time job. And it was hard. First time moving out, you know? Like, it was my first month moving out. I was in community college. Not... I eventually changed my major to history. Um, I went back to school later um, when I quit my job and I decided to like do streaming and stuff kind of like full time. Then I dropped dead again <laughs> when I started OnlyFans. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going back, though. I'm actually going back. So for history. Um, maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm going back to learn language, actually, and take business classes. So, OK. Um. Yeah, I love history though, but I think it's more of like a personal thing. But I, I love history because my great great grandfather he was a historian, so it's kind of like in my blood. Mm-hmm. So, what is it that you like about history? Is it just like knowing shit, or? Well, you know, I mentioned at the beginning uh, of this of the interview, like the kind of like history of comedy, right? Mm-hmm. I love watching retrospective videos on YouTube. Like right now I'm watching a retrospective video of Diablo, like Diablo series. Mm -hmm. And I just love seeing the history of, of things and seeing why they are the way they are now. And fucking like, like those iceberg videos and all that shit. Like I love that. I eat that shit up for breakfast. Like I'd be passing out on the couch until like six o'clock AM type shit. Mm -hmm. And I just love history, you know? It's it's so interesting seeing um how things have changed, how things haven't. And uh Yeah, I fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, I think for me it's a mixture of that and like from a journalist perspective, like people could just gather that much information and just make an essay, like a video essay, like what was yeah. I watching? I was watching the uh it was like a Saints Row retrospective, the uh I think Wendagoon, he makes a lot of cool retrospectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Like a lot of weird ones, too, like the Mandela effect. I don't know. I, I just find it cool. It's, it's really cool that somebody can put, like, just so much information into one video to where that shit's, like, four hours sometimes, five hours long. Like, man, the King of the Hill retrospective, that shit's fire. Yeah. But, so, I kind of want to go back to what you were saying, how you're kind of, you want to step away from Omegle. Is there, like, another... Omega type website that you want to go to or no no I, I just I, I I don't think like it's not good for my mental health one mm-hmm. and two it's just it's just not something I want to contribute to anymore you know like I just don't think it's a safe website and you know I think eventually it's probably going to get banned it's probably not even going to be allowed to like exist because uh you know sometimes motherfuckers like be preying on people you know or they be you know like i said they'd be exposing themselves to children or you know they send terroristic threats they'll fucking post some gore shit or you know like they might dox you they might grab your ip address like that shit like you can easily install a mod in ip address troll you know that's like a that's like a common thing now for the like Omegle, the Omegle stuck motherfuckers on YouTube. 
like they they were like IP troll or like hacker troll type shit. Yeah. And I just think in the wrong hands, it's just not even worth having the website. Um So yeah. I so, mean, I don't I, I don't know. So what direction do you see like your content going in in terms of YouTube? Um definitely Lately, I've been having like a series on my Instagram where I just let people raise me in my in my in my DMs, <laughs> and uh, I think it's funny as shit. So, I think the direction I want to take things is, you know, I'm looking to start a start a podcast soon. That's definitely something I I want to do, and it's my dream. And I think, you know, future content is probably gonna be centered around that. Um. I've been playing the fuck out of Diablo and I just love playing video games. So maybe I'll have some like, you know, videos where I explore certain topics and I just have like gameplay in the background. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot. I mean, YouTube, YouTube isn't really my main thing anymore though. Like it used to be, mm-hmm. but like, it's kind of like a side thing for me now. I mean, eventually, it may become a pri- primary thing. You know, it's just how things change and how they adapt. You know. My 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 main goal right now though, hitting a hundred K on Instagram, baby. I'm at ninety ninety seven K right now. Yeah, I can, I feel like you're gonna hit it probably like I mean, I don't know. Cause you you're still posting every day, so I don't yeah. know, maybe in like two weeks maybe to a month shit i wish <laughs> you think it's gonna take longer you're at 98k you said. I, I don't know i don't know maybe <laughs> I'm, it, it's crazy it's crazy because i used to have like i used to have like 50 fucking followers you know mm-hmm. it was just like a personal account and now i'm like i have fans and i love my fans i got a fan base mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm so extremely thankful to be where I'm at now. And I think to be in the position I'm, I'm in, I'm, a, I'm very lucky. And, I, you know, I worked really hard for this. And I want to provide the best content possible. And, uh, you know, moving forward, I'm excited to, 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 do, to do new filming projects and, you know, expand. Expand my my brand online and expand my fan base. Yeah. I think how do I put it? I think I, I noticed you had like more of like a, how do I put it? A, um, more like film type mind, like director artistic type mind. When I watched that, uh, the secrets of Omega video, like the way that that mm-hmm. was like put together and the way you edited that and directed, that, I was like, yo, like this is like, even though the video it's, it's fucked, but it's like, the way yeah. you did it was amazing. Like, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, yeah. Have you seen um the movie Requiem for a Dream? Have you seen that? Nah, I ain't seen that shit. Uh, so Is it's it like, good though. Yeah, it's, it's fire. It's like super, <laughs> super trippy. It came out like yeah. early two thousands. It's about like a basically. I'm not gonna spoil it for people listening, but it's like this movie about where addiction can lead people, basically. Right. And it shows like four different perspectives. It's an amazing mm-hmm. movie, but I kind of, the way you edited that and the way that that was directed, it kind of put me in the mind of that, like how just trippy, I don't know, it was just trippy, I don't know. It, it was, it, you did a really good job on that. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, film is a big, like, passion of mine, and it's actually 
something I'd like to go back to school for too. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like a professional film school. Yeah, but I was actually taking a film like uh, like a film class at the time. Uh, it was like a cinema class, Damn. and take a lot of classes. I, yeah, I, I yeah, I'm a I'm a studious motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it runs. I'm Filipino. Uh, we try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's taking film, and I was like, dude, I want to make something like impactful. Like, I took a lot of time on that video. It's when I quit my my job back then, mm-hmm. and um. I had just coming out of a out of a breakup, and you know I was it was really like a like a dark place, dark time in my life. And if and if you watch the video, um, at the end I have like a wing wingdings like kind of Easter egg for people, and most people are like, "Nah, I don't, I'm skipping through this shit." You know, I I ain't gonna fucking translate all this, but you know, I really go into depth, and it's really a an Easter egg for the fans that really do care, and the fans that have been here since the beginning. And that video is supposed to encapsulate um, kind of kind of kind of the idea that you know everybody has secrets, and secrets is a way for us to build trust with each other. And for somebody like me, I have a hard time sharing my secrets because you know, the, the place I'm at now being like a public figure Mm -hmm. and it's, it's hard to be vulnerable, but when, when you are vulnerable, you're able to make these connections with people and beautiful life is a beautiful fucking thing. And I think that's why I'm my, my content has matured beyond Omegle because I noticed the direction I was taking my videos. Like nobody, like nobody is making Omegle videos the way I, I make Omega videos. Like it's a very distinct editing style. It's a very distinct like um kind of storyline, kind of story format. And you know, Omega was cool and all, but I got I got bigger and better things to mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, the way you edit is definitely like cer- certain edits are definitely like fever dreamish type of vibes kind of. Yeah. Um, so how did you initially come up with that secret video? I was um, basically brainstorming different ideas. And to me, I was like, well, why do people go on Omegle? And when I used to go on Omegle, one, I wanted to see if I could find a fucking YouTuber. But two, <laughs> like you would be talking with motherfuckers and you would spill your guts. You talk about like life shit. And... um. You know, even to the point where people find like significant others and romantic partners on Omegle. Mm-hmm. Like that's how crazy this website can be. And not in like a oh fuck fuck those people that met, but it's like a it's a website where you meet strangers. Mm-hmm. You can you can literally say anything you fucking want. And most of the time when you ask people why they're on that website or what they're doing, they're bored with their life. They probably got shit going on because everybody's got shit going on. And the first thing you do when you talk to a stranger, it's kind of like therapy, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and that, and that's kind of like the thing with secrets and being vulnerable is when, when you share your insecurities, when you share your secrets, when you share 
the things you're vulnerable when you're vul- things you're vulnerable about, you're able to connect on a deeper level with other people. And that's really what I wanted to show and highlight with that, but also kind of the kind of like fucked up sides of uh of life. You know, a lot of people yeah. are struggling. There was some shit I didn't put in the video because it was it was too deep. You know, mm. like it was it was really fucked up shit. Like I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna name them. Of course. But uh, I met this one dude, and he went into detail about his relationship with his father and I like wanted to cry, you know, like I really fell for him. And like there was this one chick who talked about how she got raped and I was like, dude, I cannot like with a good conscience make a video out of this, you yeah. know, like, cause, cause YouTube videos tend to be monetized, monetized and stuff. And it's like, I'm not going to monetize off of somebody's fucking trauma, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I wanted some of the secrets to be kind of funny. You know, like one dude's like in denial. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> in, in, in denial. The fact that they want to see my tits doesn't mean like he, he likes trans girls or whatever. He's like in denial. Can't believe that I'm a woman or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And those are the funny parts of the videos. And that's like the, the, the root of my, the root of my, <laughs> Omega videos yeah and you know secrets of omega was kind of just like a branching off point for me it was really like i put a lot of my heart and my soul into that mm-hmm. and it's definitely not one of my more popular videos and that's fine you know sometimes there are hidden gems that just don't get a lot of like eyes on it and you know if people check it out i i encourage them to um I loved making that video and um, part of it is why I, I haven't made any more Omega videos, you know, mm. it's a, I think it's a place that is complicated, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was depressing. I was dealing with depression too. You know, I was going through a lot. I, I got out of a breakup, fucking dropped out of school. It was a hard fucking, no, no, I didn't drop out of school. I dro- I I quit my job. Mm-hmm. But it was it was hard. And then I dropped out of school. <laughs> <laughs> that that video is fucking brilliant cuz it'll go from like being funny to just getting serious out of nowhere. Like Yeah. I think the the funniest to me, the one of the funniest uh clips in that video was the guy not the first clip. It was the second clip. He was like, <laughs> it just like pops up, pops up on screen. And says secret hates Israel. And then there's this guy just fucking shitting on Israel. And it's like, obviously that's not a secret. He's very open about right. that. So that was funny as shit. And it's like, I want to know yeah. how did that conversation come about? Like how, oh, like dude. how did he do that? Like how did, dude. like bro, how did that ranch start? Literally, literally, I don't know if I have the footage anymore. But literally, this motherfucker is just like, just talks about talking right off the bat about Israel and the fact that I like I don't know shit about Israel and Palestine. He like calls me the R word. Yeah. And like sometimes my mom jokes that I might be a little autistic, and I might be. You know, mm-hmm. like I might have undiagnosed autism. It runs in my family. My little brother is autistic, and I just thought it was a funny ass clip, and it's a little, it's a little like ironic because 
of course, it's not a secret. He's very obvious. <laughs> yeah. pre- prejudiced views towards like Israel, Israel and Israeli people. You yeah. Know? Uh, and those are like kind of the radical views. And I feel like if you're chronically online, you have some form of radicalism in your life mm-hmm. and probably should get therapy, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, go outside a little bit. Like I, I've been going outside. It's been awesome. I've been touching grass, you know, ain't been touching pussy. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> instead of being, instead of being chronically online, I'm a little chronically single right now, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Because I'm happy, you know. I'm I'm happy. That's good. <laughs> that guy. It was just free Palestine was a person. It would be that fucking guy. Like he literally said, he was like, "Uh, is yeah, he's have a nice day. Fuck Israel and just <laughs> yeah, left." Yeah, it's like out of nowhere. <laughs> it's out of nowhere. Like you don't expect it. And I was like, "Damn, bro!" Like this is the type of people I would have to like talk to every single day. And how how do you make a clip out of that? That's like funny, you know. Like, it's just <laughs> the same people, same shit. I feel like I was talking to NPCs sometimes, you know. Mm. And uh, it was my, it was a funny, it was a fun video. I had so much fun editing it. I put so much care and work into it. I would like show my roommates, and I would be like, "Yo, like, what do you think about that?" <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh my god, like, I wanted to cry." And I'm like, "Damn." I'm work is working. <laughs> yeah, you have a uh again, the way that your brain edits, it's like a a director author type of I don't know. It's yeah. like I don't know, it's it's pretty trippy. Like there's one segment of that video, it was like it was a conversation with your mom and you're asking her a couple questions and one of them it kind of caught me off guard a little bit because again it went from serious to funny to funny to serious, like you start right. talking about how you had a breakup and you ask, how do I know I'll find somebody else who accepts me for who I am? And do you think I'll find somebody? And your mom goes, I'm sure you will. You know, you're 21 years old. Now, that caught me off guard because there before that, there was a clip of like some girl saying you were attractive and then she just ghosted you. Just like she just left the Omega call. Yeah. So I want to know, how do I put this? All jokes aside, is that something that like frightens you not being able to find someone who accepts you for who you are? Um, it, it used to, you know, and, and sometimes it does. It's not, it's a scary thought, you know, like mm-hmm. it, not being able to find a partner in life is a scary idea. The idea stems from being lonely and, you know, I hate being alone. Sometimes like when I clean my room and shit, I want like company or I want like a friend to like talk with or like call somebody. Yeah. But you know, I it used to be something I was scared of. And I think what it comes from is a lack of self-love. And I've been really trying to work on that, you know, like I am lovable. I am I am capable of love and just because I'm transgender, just because I'm queer, doesn't mean I'm not going to find somebody. And if I don't find somebody for the rest of my life, so what? You know, I'm living a good life. I've got beautiful people in my life. I've got beautiful family, beautiful friends, and I've got beautiful fans that I love and care about. 
and at times they're kind of like I kind of feel like they're my family you know like when I post and I see motherfuckers in the comment sections like hyping me up or you know laughing at my fucking posts it makes me it makes me smile because it makes me know that you know things are going to be okay life moves on and life is not about finding one person it's 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 it is this multifaceted amazing gorgeous fucking existence and it's subjective it really is like what what i do with my life and what matters it changes from one person to another and i love my life i love the people in it and I used to struggle because I would I would I would turn to online dating and um after after that breakup that I referenced in the video, you know, I you know, I would I would like hook up with people. Uh I, I fucked with this one chick. She she had like a boyfriend and she had like an open relationship and um you know I I I we talked to this one chick and it was like a friends with benefits type shit. But then it got kind of serious for me and I wasn't, I wasn't really over my ex. And, you know, I think lately I've been really trying to fall in love with myself and, and be happy being single, you know? So <laughs> that, that's really what I wanted to represent and then show in the video. So I appreciate that. That's very kind of you to, to say and share. And I'm, 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 I'm actually low-key kind of shocked somebody actually noticed that and saw that. It makes me feel like I did, my, did a good job. Thank you. Fucking hell, man. Shit. We, we chase for love, yet there is a beautiful person inside of us. Mm -hmm. not, not physically. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What hold did up, you just say? Hold up. Hold up. Let me reframe this. <laughs> Yo. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean daydreaming six inches right now, but uh <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> there is a beautiful person within all of us. And that person deserves love. And we sometimes project that love. We see the love. We were love. We we think we we need somebody else to love us, but what we need is to love ourselves. And once you start learning to love yourself, it's a beautiful world. It's a beautiful existence. And you learn to respect yourself and respect the people around you and respect the world around you a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, it's a lot harder to love others if you don't love yourself, you know? That's true. You know, step one, go fucking therapy. <laughs> go a lot of therapy, yo. I've been going to therapy since I was uh fucking five years old. Okay, <laughs> motherfucker said, "Let's play Uno," and uh, here I am. A lot of therapy. I have a really, I have a dark, I have a dark past, mm -hmm. and I don't really share it often. I don't share it too much, but um, I try to show it through funny, hum funny humor. The fucking ten, ten milli, show me your ass, dude. You look like my dad type video. Uh, you know, I, I don't talk about my dad that much. My dad's a felon. Uh, he's in and out of jail. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he stalks my account, like my ex-girlfriends. 
you know, it it's a it's a difficult life existing as not only a queer person but a multi-ethnic individual in America. Mm-hmm. So I mean, shit. Sometimes I just I, sometimes you just need pussy, man. But <laughs> you keep going back to that point. <laughs> I say it like I say, oh, you gotta love yourself, but sometimes you need some pussy in your life, even if it's fake, you know. <laughs> Yo, it could be that that proto fanboy pussy. I don't know, you know, so- something, or maybe pussy is like, is this idea, you know? <laughs> That's all. I'm sorry. Is that too far? No, that that's amazing. <laughs> hey, I know. I, I know. But I think I like how you're like super like um open about going to therapy. So from yeah, from somebody who actually wants to be a therapist, what do you look for in a therapist? Um, I look for accountability, somebody who can hold me accountable for my actions. I look for honesty, somebody who can be honest with what I need to do going forward, what I can do to grow, and what I can do to heal. Uh, And I also look for somebody who has flexibility, you know, Uh, understanding, understand, like they need to understand me as a client and, and be flexible with my lifestyle and know where I'm coming from. So. Yeah, therapy's awesome. It more people should do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, there would be way less mentally ill Hello Kitty girls out there if they just <laughs> went to therapy. You know. Yeah. So now I want to ask this question: What's like something that you don't like in a therapist, like a red flag or something that's kind of gives you oh an ache about a therapist? Yo, I went to this one therapist. It was like a private, like organization, and you get like assigned a therapist. Mm-hmm. And the first fucking session, bro. I'm sorry, bro, but if you're ugly as fuck, oh my god, I cannot pay attention on the therapy session. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but if you an ugly ass motherfucker, I'm gonna just be looking at like your forehead and shit, or how like your eyes are like bugging out of your fucking skull. It's mean, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I can't concentrate. I'm sorry. <laughs> So <laughs> that's a red that's a red flag for me. I don't know about other people, but I'm I'm shallow as fuck. So, <laughs> so I need a I need a therapist that I can at least look at, you know. <laughs> oh man. You are an interesting individual, Tally White. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. So one thing I kind of want to you kind of hinted on a little bit. You were saying how YouTube isn't like your main thing at the moment. Your last video mm-hmm. was five months ago on YouTube. That was the secrets of Omega video. So when do you see yourself going back into like posting on YouTube again? Very likely um, a few months from now. It could, yeah. could be a year, you know. Like I can't really give a good estimate right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the middle of different projects. So... Um, I will return, you know, it's like a fucking to be continued type shit, <laughs> but <laughs> soon, soon. So your other video that I've seen 
you spoke on it a little bit was reading the thirsty discord dms so uh-huh. in that video you were doing like voiceovers of like the messages and they were amazing dog like the voiceovers are actually really good have you ever thought of doing like getting into like animation voiceovers or anything like that oh my god yes i actually thought about taking a voice acting class yeah oh my god <laughs> for real i used to watch uh game grumps and aaron hansen like he was like a voice actor you know he still is and i was like damn i want to be like aaron hansen you know <laughs> I want to be a voice actor. There's like so many things I want to do. And uh, yeah, I've thought about it. <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be pretty easy for you to land, you know, land a gig. Thank you. You have a platform oh. and you're good at it. That's very kind of you. I'm definitely going to look into it. I've had people, I've had people say they like my voice, but uh, in terms <laughs> of the craft, in terms of the craft, I need to do some more research, you know, before I make my professional debut. <laughs> so what would you want your professional debut to be? When? No, I said, well, like, what What would you want it to be? Oh, you know, maybe do some, like, YouTube skits and stuff. Maybe work with, like, bigger YouTubers. Um, okay. Yeah, go from there. I'll see. It's, I'm cooking that shit up right now as we talk. So. Yo, yo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on the dome. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Also seeing that your Discord is like going through like a restructure. When do you think it'll be back up and mm-hmm. normal? Um, I'm pretty sure it's it's normal now. You um, sure? Let's see. Maybe I'm... Yeah, no. Yeah, it was... It was, um, it was getting restructured because uh my content before used to be like youtube and like instagram and shit like that Mm -hmm. but um you know eventually i i started OnlyFans, and um you know an overwhelming amount of people would join the server and just like share really lewd and weird shit and i i had to change i had to change that just for like people's safety and stuff Mm Yeah, maybe I'm like tweaking, but it's not like, oh, I'm not fucking verified. I'm a moron. Good God. No, it's okay. It's okay. You gotta verify though. Like, it's it's a, yeah, it's like an eighteen. It's an eighteen plus server. So okay. It's a. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the way my brand has has kind of like developed and changed, it's just uh, it's for it's for people's safety. You know. Okay. Do you think that? Hmm. Do you think that this is like protecting people a lot more? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. Uh, when you have restrictions like this in place, you know, it especially online, you got to think about Discord. How many fucking Discord YouTube videos have you seen? Where there's like pedophiles talking to like thirteen year olds and shit, mm. where they like you know pose as a thirteen year old and like catch these pedophiles on like servers and shit. I ain't trying to have one. I ain't trying to have one of those scandals on my on my Discord channel. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> first and foremost, because like I said, I love my fans, and I don't know what I would do 
if one of my fans were to be hurt by somebody who is sick and twisted in the mind, you know? So I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job. Yeah. I have to thank my mods though. My mods are are the people who restructured it. So it's, I won't take the credit. I got mod uh, one mod, uh, sorry admin. His name is Doc, and you know, he's an editor, and he's a really you know great guy. And so I really have to thank my mods and all the people that you know work on the server every day, volunteer their time. Okay. One thing I want to know. This is like one of the last questions about Omegle. What's like? the craziest shit you've seen on there besides like some fucking guy whipping out his pee pee. Like what's the craziest thing you've seen on there? What is the craziest thing I've seen on Omegle? Um, this one chick was just like masturbating. Like it was real too. I thought that shit was crazy. Cause like I see tons of dicks on Omegle, right? This bitch was like, you know, like playing with her kitty. That shit was crazy. I was streaming too. That shit was covered. I I was streaming too. I was like, damn, bro. That was a like. I said it too. I was like, damn. I just saw a pussy. What the hell? <laughs> that's that's kind of wild that that's like the that specifically is the craziest thing you've seen. Yeah, it's kind of I mean, unbelievable. I, I I ain't seen like really crazy shit. Like like some people they see like. Some crazy like live leak shit. Mm -hmm. No, I thankfully I've never seen that stuff. So I've seen a video of a guy. Uh, he was like eating feces. What the fuck? That's a crazy. And it wasn't in person. It was like I wasn't on Omegle. It was like a video that I seen of somebody on Omegle, and they ran into this guy eating oh, feces. I thought, you, I thought you were just talking in general. I'm like, damn, bro, you just be watching that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like literally. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty fucked. <laughs> but that's funny. Oh my god. Oh, so I kind of want to go back also to your secrets of, of Omega video. Okay. The last clip, or one of the last clips, the guy he asked you to like share a secret, and mm -hmm. you begin like to think about it, and you say you have crippling depression. If there's like a silence, and the guy pauses, and then he says, "Me too." And then the video kind of just ends, like it goes to the outro, like kind of like, to me, it felt, I don't know if ominous is the right word, but it was just like off-putting, but also amazing that, I don't know, I may be thinking too deep into it, but I thought it was pretty interesting how, that you told him that, and then he responded with me too, and that kind of goes to show how many people deal with like the emotion we know of as sadness, you know what I'm saying, and how secrets could also bring mm -hmm. people together, you know, like, mm -hmm. so I, I kind of want to know, how do you... Besides, like, going to a therapist or anything, how do you deal with feeling down or depressed? Um, I've got, I've got amazing people in my life. And, um, you know, I will usually, to the people I give my unconditional love, I will, I will go to those people and I will speak from my heart. And then, um, probably jack off after. Oh my god, Tally. <laughs> I can't help it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how often do you do that? Because you keep bringing that up. So how often do bro, you do that? Bro, like, I don't know, like, once a week, maybe? That's uh, not bad. No, I mean, sometimes, it depends. It's a, 
it's a it's a business uh, exclusive <laughs> answer. So, <laughs> bro, <sighs> are you? No, I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, go ahead. No, no, yeah. <laughs> so, is there any advice that you have for people going through a tough time? Don't just jack off. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You can't get access to a therapist. Find people you trust in your life. Find a support network. Build that support network. There are resources available. Some of them are really shitty, and I get that. Um, you know, I, I look at a lot of self-help podcasts, not the, like, crazy ones, but, like, the ones that are, like, Hey, how to set boundaries, how to love yourself, you know, like looking at, I, I, like I've done since I was like in middle school, I just watch YouTube videos if I want to get better at something, you know, and if you want to get better at loving yourself, I highly recommend uh, reading books, reading, um, you know, I highly recommend going outside, spending time with your loved ones, uh-huh. um, work out exercise i mean these are basic things that you can do to improve your mental health and um yeah um it comes with time and you know i i take medication i take zoloft that shit helps personally so like whatever a therapist recommends probably do that you know i'm not a professional Mm -hmm. I always leave it to the experts and the pros. But um, in my life, I'm extremely thankful for the people in it and for the resources I have and I have access to. Mm-hmm. So don't just look at porn. <laughs> so this question isn't on the list, but I'm actually curious about this because so I want to go to school to be a psych therapist. And I really mm-hmm. I just want to use talk therapy like I I don't want to prescribe medication unless I truly, truly have to. I mainly want to use talk therapy, but I want to ask right. you how, hmm, how do I, how do I worth this? How often does it feel like a psychologist or a therapist or whatever is trying to prescribe you medicine versus them just talking to you? Like, is it more so like they want to talk or is it more so they just want to prescribe medicine? So I, I'm lucky enough to have had the same therapist for the last like, two and a half years probably just as long yeah like when i just started transitioning i was like six months in my transition and i and i I had gotten i had gotten that therapist Mm -hmm. um you know i haven't seen her for a long time and uh i'm very i'm very lucky to have her in my life Uh, she's a very good professional and um i've had a lot of different therapists some are prescription heavy but like they can't prescribe you like unless you're a psychiatrist mm-hmm. they'll they'll like push you to like talk to a doctor or whatever but doctors don't really know what they're fucking prescribing either so like if you can see a psychiatrist and a therapist cuz a psychiatrist is like definitely more like of a pro in that kind of shit yeah so i people didn't really know what was wrong with me or not wrong, but like what I was struggling with. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get diagnosed with OCD 
until I was like 18 years old. And it is a struggle. Like it can be really like debilitating, you know? And I have been taking antidepressants for a bit and they, they kind of help, but a lot of it, you know, medication's not going to solve everything. Talk, mm-hmm. Talking through things and also thinking introspection, that shit's important. If you a crazy ass motherfucker, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You know, I ain't no expert, but I've had a lot of therapists who just, you know, I, I resort to therapists for a reason because they mm-hmm. can't prescribe me anything. You know, the only reason my last therapist recommended I, I do Zoloft and shit is because my OCD was bad. It was it was hindering my ability to make videos and hindering my ability to to grow my my business and my brand. Mm. Yeah, it's like again, I would I would mainly want to do talk therapy, and then if I really need to, if I feel like the person needs to, I would prescribe medication. But there's also things like like from my research that I've done on like psychology and people who want to be a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, psychiatry is like, extreme mm-hmm. isn't the right word, but very, like, uh, very advanced in terms of like regular just talk therapy. Like, they prescribe mm-hmm. medication. They can, I think they can also do like the, uh, if they truly need to, like the electric, uh, what's it called? The electromagnetic shock therapy. What? Yeah. Psychiatry. Yeah. No fucking way, bro. A shock yeah. therapy? Yeah, they still do that. Yeah. That's for more extreme, very extreme cases, though. I'm pretty sure that's still legal in a lot of places. Yeah. Psychiatry is very more extreme. It takes a long time to be a psychiatrist, too. I think 11 years, I think, to be a a practicing psychiatrist. I wonder how many people love that shit. Yeah. It's, uh... I wonder how many people love getting that shock, bro. (laughs) This shit probably hurts. (laughs) That shit, that shit probably turned him into, like, a Miles Morales (laughs) supervillain. Uh, shit, shit. that would make that 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 would be my canonical event right there shock therapy shock therapy bro that shit it's pretty <laughs> gnarly when you think about it like it's yeah. scary <laughs> it, yeah it is scary as fuck oh my god and then the fact that that can actually change like brain chemistry that's trippy like literally sh- yeah. literal shocks can change how you think like what that's crazy yeah that's uh man one thing I want to, I want to read you a comment that I seen on your Omega video. Okay. It says, well, this is like a two part um, question right here, but it says, I know mm-hmm. very little English. Sorry for that. But I was able to understand the video and the conversations that passed. Most people cover up the filth they do or sympathize with. For example, they don't show it because I think, okay, this person's English is pretty bad. It's kind of bad. They said, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, they didn't brief. <laughs> they don't show it because covert pedophilia will be prosecuted, but they act disrespectfully to homophobic. They act disrespectfully. They act disrespectfully homophobic because of how it is received by the majority. Being a good character and respectful person is a very special thing. And greetings to those rare people. Glad to have you from Turkey. Now, I want to read that. Does it trip you out that there's people like, from India or from Turkey that like watch your videos, people that barely understand English. Does that trip um, you out? Yeah. 
it, it used to trip me the fuck out knowing that like I actually had a like when I first started blowing up, I had a pretty significant following in India. Like I would check my Instagram metrics and it'd be like fucking like Mumbai was like one of the top cities I had. Like no like no shit India. I love India, dude. Like I wanna visit India. Mm-hmm. My Indian peeps, bro, they amazing. Like it, it trips me the fuck out. I had fans in Brazil. I got fans in Morocco now. Oh wow. I got fans. You know, I got fans all over the world. And I love every single one of them. Dude, that's like and I'm like super I'm still like I'm super small, you know, but I think there's somewhere there's ten percent of the people that because there's people that only like follow me on Spotify, like they don't follow me on no other platforms. Ten yeah. percent of them are from Germany. It's like, what the fuck? Like, where did you come from? Like, yeah, dude, that's fire, bro. It's amazing, you know. People that barely just, speak English. It multiplies, like, yeah. like, like Instagram and TikTok. That shit, like, it multiplies. Like, you become world known all across the globe. It is crazy, and um, I think especially in countries where homophobia is pretty pretty bad mm-hmm. yeah i mean it can be bad it's, it's bad in the united states i'll be real in certain parts but you know i mean in places where homo uh homosexuality is like criminalized we're yeah. kind of like you know it's not 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 safe at all like you will probably get murdered yeah and like in some of these countries like they just think it's funny as shit you know <laughs> just be watching these videos and um yeah i mean I think humor, it transcends cultures and boundaries and um, like cultural boundaries. And mm-hmm. um, it brings people together. It also divides people. And there's a, there's a complexity to it that is quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. Much like the women in Brazil. All my Brazilian fans. <laughs> Sliding to my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all if y'all waist bigger than mine, shit. Slide up. So <laughs> I kinda what the fuck? My bad. It was like a fucking firework just went off. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, but, you're good, you're good. I kinda wanna read your response to what this person said. You said Homophobia is one of the most common things I come across on Omegle. People are not afraid to be themselves, and sometimes it's a bit scary seeing how people really think. With that said, there are some great people despite the large amounts of hate. Also, I think it's so dope you just found my channel. I hope you enjoy your stay. Happy face. So, recently I did an interview with an underground artist, and he said, how did he put it? He said, like, as a queer black man, he finds it saddening that not only he gets like discriminated against by straight people for being gay also by black people for being gay even though he's black and also i remember he said he's he's also faced like a small bit of discrimination from other gay people because he only he dates more women than he does men mm-hmm. so he was telling me it's just so some people may not even think that he's gay even though he actually is so i say all that to ask as a collective of people, straight, gay, black, white, old, young, right, left, when do you think we'll all be able to collectively come together as like common folk? Do you think that'll happen in our lifetime or? 
Hell no. No. <laughs> Hell no. I wish. But like here here is the double-edged sword of life being so complicated and so complex. With that, there there are a multiplicity of thoughts and I genuinely think a lot of mental illness, um, like severe mental illness, results in things such as homophobia or racism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these people that, like, you know, they have, like, some sort of personality disorder or they have suffered some sort of trauma in their life, not to excuse their behavior whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but, you know... Even in minority groups, there are there is thing like discrimination. Like I've experienced discrimination being Filipino American. There are people that just think I'm white. Like I went to Mexico the other the other week, and this one motherfucker called me a cracker. I'm like, what, what the, the hell? hell? Like, bro, like I've been I've been speaking in Spanish the whole time. Like I was practicing my Spanish. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker was like, you can just speak Spanish. Like everybody here speaks speak. Oh, sorry, you can just speak English. Like, it's fine. But it's like, you know what, motherfucker? And this motherfucker was gay in Mexico. What? And, you know, it's like, it's like, damn, like, I ain't never been called a cracker like that before, you know? And it's like, a lot of the time people don't know I'm Asian. And uh, a lot of the racism I've faced is with people discounting my asian experience like that in and of itself is racism it's a consequence of colonialism yeah and it uh it's it's why i don't think in our lifetime it'll happen i think historically like i told you i'm a big history person Mm -hmm. colonialism imperialism and empire has been a part of our our human existence for years and i think as a species it's almost impossible to ex- to expect that to happen. It's it's a great dream and I want it to happen. But do I think a majority of us can come together? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do I think there's always going to be a minority that just lives life their own way and is just like bigoted or prejudiced or whatever the fuck? Absolutely. Cuz there are some crazy ass motherfuckers out there. And some of them are hot, and that's the unfortunate part. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you think even though we may not be able to accomplish this in our lifetime, but how do you think we can make, what steps do you think we need to take in order to get there? I know that's a super kind of vague uh, question. People need to go to therapy. Okay. <laughs> like, like I said, y'all, people need to, you know, really take their mental health seriously. I think a lot of like hatred and a lot of prejudice comes from insecurities within, but also shame from the culture. And mm. the culture, culture is an extension of ourselves. And um, we are an extension of culture. And basically, like, we, we as a collective group make up society and we make up our cultures and the, and the societies we, we live in. And, and we, we got to change ourselves. You know, you got to start from within. And you can't expect there to be huge groundbreaking world change but it can sometimes create a ripple effect. You start with yourself, 
Uh, it'll affect your friends, your family. From there, you know, it expands to a locality. It expands to your state, maybe to the country, maybe to your region, your continent, so on and so forth. And with the internet, there is such a beautiful and interesting dimension that we are fucking discovering right before our very eyes. And the algorithms that we exist in and we interact with these are also important and so i don't have the answer i don't have the solutions but um i encourage everybody take a look within and uh you know if you think you're gay that's okay but don't take it out on other people mm-hmm. you know if you if you're struggling with your sexuality if you're struggling with you know things internally Shit, sometimes you just need a pussy. I think that's how we solve <laughs> war. I think that's how we solve the world's problems. Yeah. You ever thought of like no bullshit aside, because how you worded that was amazing. Have you ever thought of like doing like public speaking or anything like that? Um, I actually took a public speaking class. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not playing, bro. I took a public speaking class and that shit was fun. Um, I thought about it. But uh, maybe later, you know. I'm still, I'm still very early. My brand's very new. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a little baby. I'm trying to take care of it. I'm trying, trying to take care of all my fans, and uh, I'm trying to see where things go, where my fan base, you know, how it evolves, how I evolve, how I change, and um, I'm excited every single day. See now, I don't want any more surprises so could you list out to me and everybody listening all the classes you have took all right i've taken art history uh art history prehistory prehistory to gothic i've taken art history oceanic uh african and american uh that's the region (laughs) i've taken uh Astronomy, man. I, I mean, I gotta pull up my fucking. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Not a referral. Fucking shit. I don't even know. I've dropped that like four times. Uh, I've taken a lot more classes than I finished. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorite classes though was Filipino studies. I, I took Filipino studies uh, at one point. So I've taken a few. I've taken a lot. I'm a studious motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of want to know, you kind of spoke up on it a little bit earlier in the interview. Um, We didn't get too deep into it, though. When did you begin transitioning? 18. Uh, Well, socially, I was like 14. But there were definitely time, uh, definitely times where I'd like kind of detransition. I didn't really know if it was right for me. Uh, there's a moment where I was like hyper masculine, like right before I transitioned, and that was really just kind of like, you know, I wanted to make my mom happy, I wanted to make my family happy, and you know, with that, there's a lot of pride and honor, mm-hmm. you know, coming from a bicultural background, especially Asian, and I started transitioning. I was 18 and a half right before COVID. I was I was a COVID girl. I'm a COVID. I'm a well, I won't say the full word, but oh it's kind of kind of bad. So. Please don't. 
I will not say it, but I am a COVID transgender. Okay. That's, okay. that's how I'll put it. So you kind of said there was a moment where you were tra- detransitioning or thinking about detransitioning. Why was that? Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I have OCD. And this mm-hmm. was like kind of undiagnosed. But what would happen is I would go, oh my God, I think. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to get deep th- vein thrombosis? Oh, my God, my calf hurts. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Very likely, I just pulled it because, you know, I used to walk to work, fuck Domino's all the time, fucking Popeye's. <laughs> but, like, I used to get sh- fucking scared shitless. I was like, dude, I don't want to die. Like, the the thing I'm scared of most is death, you know? And OCD, it just, like, attacks that idea. It It attacks with that idea. And, you know, I would detransition because I didn't know if it was the right choice for me. I was, like, not really seeing results. But um, it takes time, you know? Like, before, I look kind of, like, a lot more clocky. That's what they call it in the community when they clock you. Uh, you yeah, you look more um, masculine. But, um, shit, I be wearing boy clothes. People be walking up to me thinking I'm a lesbian. So it's pretty good now. So I kind of want to touch on what you had said. So what about, what about death frightens you? Is it like the not knowing or? Oh shit. I'm an atheist. So like I used to be Christian growing up and, and like being Filipino, like, come, like a lot of people are Catholic and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, my, I'm from the South. So there's like the Baptist side mm-hmm. and, you know, I just used to always grow up with this belief that like, I was so fucking scared of dying. Like, I don't want to go to hell. And then I'm like, wait, I don't think hell exists. But then I'm like, what the fuck is after hell? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's just a scary idea. Like, I don't fucking know. And that's why I try to live my, my life to the fullest. And, uh, you know, I people might be like, yo, your digital footprint is whack as hell. And I'm like, you know what? I might One day I might not even have a footprint. So... Mm. It's a, it's a good day to, it's a good life to live. So what would you, what would you like to have happen in the afterlife, quote unquote? Shit, I want to be surrounded by the biggest Brazilian booties. I can oh think my of. God. Are they, you trolling they, okay, me, okay, I'm, I'm Okay, I'm trolling you, I'm trolling you. They ain't got to be Brazilian. <laughs> they can just be big booty. Be some thug. Thug, thug shaker type shit. I don't even care. <laughs> Throwing some big black men. So outside of that, what would you like to? What would you like to think would happen? Um, maybe like, maybe it's like my Asian side, but like, see some like my ancestors and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I think that'd be cool. I'd be like, "Yo, what's up?" I'm like, "Wait, you were a dude when I died." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think not to get too off topic, but I think it would be cool to like I don't know, just have like I guess be in like a dream state forever type shit. I guess I right, know. but still be able to see like family and stuff. I think that yeah, would be I think amazing. that would be cool too. Like like dying and then just to have it be, be a dream. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or maybe you just go on loop, like you just live life again. Ooh. Yeah, like replay, like new game plus. 
Yeah. Shit, we never... Shit. Not to get too, you know, conspiratorial, but I heard, like, uh, theories that we're not even... It's like we're, we may be inside technology or some shit. Which I don't shit. believe that, but I think that would be that would be trippy. You sometimes live in a I got technology in me. Shit, what? I said sometimes I got technology in me. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go more. Oh my okay. god! Oh god! Tally white. Uh, I couldn't help it, bro. <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> you can't expect me not to pull that shit, bro. So I kind of, I kind of want to know. Do you have any like advice for anybody who wants to transition or is transitioning now? Um, stick with it. You know, um, it takes time. You gotta love yourself, and whether you pass, whether you are, you don't, whether you're clocky, whether you're not clocky, whether you you fully transitioned, whether you're starting to think you're trans or. Maybe you are getting it, starting hormones or whatever. You have to remember that at the end of the day, you are a beautiful person and you are full of love. And no matter what happens, and no matter how you look, you're still going to be you. And that's okay. I think a lot of people think uh, it'll change them. But um, it doesn't. You know, you're still you. You might cry a lot more mm-hmm. if you're a male or female. <laughs> like, shit, I'd be crying. Shit, I used to be, I used to just watch YouTube videos. It'd be like, I would be watching XQC and I started crying out of nowhere. I'm like, what the hell? XQC? <laughs> yeah. I know, I'd be watching the Among Us shit when, when it was COVID. I started hormones and I'm like, bro, why am I crying? <laughs> this shit's crazy. He's the imposter too. What the hell? <laughs> That's what I. That's what I gotta say. Okay. Do you? Hmm. What do you say to the people who may be like afraid, like if they don't have like a supportive family, like you know, they may be afraid of coming out or f- afraid of transitioning because of their family's thoughts. What do you have Man, to say to them? Fuck your family. Yeah. Fuck your family. Fuck what they think. Fuck them. You know what? I'm sorry. But if your family don't support you, they might one day. But you got to be your authentic self. You got to love yourself because mm-hmm. some family structures are really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, if you Asian, good luck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like we want a support system, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, it's just not there. And it's hard. That's the reality. That's the reality of being trans in America. But uh, you just got to do it. You know, like you can't really think about what other people feel or say. You know, it's just it extends to any part of life. You know, if you want to date a, a uh, you know, a beautiful BBW, yeah. you do that shit, right? Yeah. You know, like fuck what other people think. You know, that's your big, beautiful woman. You want a motherfucker that thug shakes with you every Saturday? Like you do that shit. You follow your heart. If you think if you want to transition, you do that shit. Fuck what other other people think. Fuck what your family thinks. You gotta do what makes you happy. Because mm-hmm. it's your life at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say, um, like in my opinion, may not 
mean shit from like a straight black male's perspective. But I say you do whatever you want to do, man, because again, you're living in that body. So you got to do what makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. your happiness comes first. Your mental health comes first. So do what makes you happy. But hey, motherfucking man. Yeah. Tell me, I kind of want to know. You kind of spoke about it a little bit. How'd you get into gaming? Yo, I always been in the gaming. Uh, first game I ever played, Kingdom Hearts on the PS2, wasn't even mine. It was my family's PS2. My grand, it was at my grandparents. And the only reason my aunt ever played Kingdom Hearts is because she was a huge like Tim Burton fan. Mm. And I just remember playing Kingdom Hearts and seeing fucking Donald Duck and Goofy <laughs> and this fucking dude with big ass shoes. I fell in love with it. I had a crush on one of the characters, Riku. Uh, I thought I thought Riku was bad as hell, and then I found <laughs> out he was a guy, and I was like, "God damn!" I got a few questions at five years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah, I, I've been in the gaming. My stepdad, he's young too. So, like, my mom, she had me when I was sixteen. Uh, not when I was sixteen. When she was sixteen, she had me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> When my mom was 16, she had me, and um, my stepdad, he's like two years younger than her. So, um, you know, I'm 21. You can, I'm sure you can do the math. And yeah. my stepdad, like, fuck, dude. I remember when he first moved in, bro, he had the Wii. And I was like, what the hell? We got a Wii now? What the hell? Like, I just remember waking up one day, and there was a Wii downstairs. <laughs> and I was like, this motherfucker is, yeah, awesome. I'll be playing Wii Sports and all that shit. My mom was like, be careful. It's not ours. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck up? I'm trying to play Wii Sports bowling, bitch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've just been a gamer ever since. You know, I played DS. I used to play Pokemon. That was mm-hmm. my shit. Um, used to, like, play Pokemon on the way to school. And uh, it was just a way for way to escape. I didn't have many friends. Like, I, used to move, I used to move around a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. and even in high school and um yeah video games were just a way to connect with not only myself but also to escape the world around me mm. i need to get a wii again the wii is so fire you can play gamecube games on that shit bro oh that shit is fire as a motherfucker so so the ps2 was like the first console you played ps ps2 was the first console i played um second console i actually owned uh, sorry, the first console I actually owned was a DS. Um, it was a DSi. So, no, DS Lite. DS Lite. Yeah. Are you still like big into gaming now? Is there any games you're playing at the moment? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm playing Diablo 4. I was just playing Diablo 4. It just came out. Um, I was just playing that shit. Um, you like it? Is it good? I fuck with it heavy. It is so fun. Like, I literally was playing the other day and it was like I started playing at 2. I look at the clock and it's like 11 p.m. I'm like, God damn. Oh, wow. I only only fucking went from level 14 to level 30. That shit was crazy. It's fun. I fuck heavy with MMORPGs and like strategy games. So uh, I used to play a lot of shooters when I was younger because that's just like how you make friends. But, uh, yeah, uh, Smash Bros. I have a Switch. I play on my Switch sometimes. Uh, I went to a Smash tournament, and 
got bodied a little bit. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, you were playing. You were playing in a tournament. <laughs> yeah, I played in a tournament. Okay. Let's just say they got bodied. I got bodied. And uh, uh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, so who do you main? Sora. Because I'm a Kingdom Hearts motherfucker. That was the first game I ever played. I was okay. so happy when he was in Smash Bros. Yeah, I should just be, uh, what did I mean? I think it was Ness. Ness and Ike. Fuck you. Oh, sorry. That was an, that was, uh. You got something I'm to say, Tyler? That, got something to say? That was, listen, I'm sorry, but you playing Ness, you a, you a, you a bitch ass motherfucker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I all respect to you and everything you've done. And thank you for having me here. But if you play Ness, you a bitch ass motherfucker. If I hear, if I, if I hear PK fire one more yeah. time in my fucking life, I'm going to destroy my Switch. Like, I'm going to throw my Switch out the fucking window. <laughs> And then I'm gonna fucking PK fire that shit with like some gasoline. So I good for you. I respect your opinion. I I respect I respect that though. No, that's chill. I just get bodied by Nessus and all of them. I just <laughs> get bodied online. That's all it is. Like it's just a game, but to me sometimes it's not. <laughs> yeah, to did me, you, it's the end of the world. Did you ever play multiverses? Um, I couldn't really get into it. Uh, the gameplay was kind of clunky on PC. To be honest. I think it's only on PC. I don't know. Um, I couldn't get into it. Do you think it'll ever be like a, you know, a a competitor to Smash that'll actually do really, really good? We have Brawlhalla, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really, like, I love watching fighting game videos and stuff on YouTube, mm -hmm. but I'm not really, like, a... I don't know, you know. I love Smash Bros, but I think there's different like games that have grown into their own thing. You know, like a game doesn't have to be Smash Bros. I used to play PlayStation All Stars all the time when it came out, um, back in the day. And I thought it was awesome. A lot of people hated it. <laughs> and uh I used to I used to fuck heavy with that shit. And it was so fun. But uh, ever since, nah, I don't know. What do you mean? I think, I, I think, if anything, Smash Bros. is just its own thing. You know, mm -hmm. like, you can't, you can't compete with Smash Bros. Because Smash Bros. is on another level. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of want to know, how'd you get into OnlyFans? Um, that's a good question. Uh, a lot of my fans were asking. <laughs> so, oh, really? so I delivered. Yeah. They were like, yo, Tally, when is the OnlyFans? And I'm like, bitch, it's right here now. <laughs> Shit, I'm single. I'm single and I'm ready to I'm ready to make some content. <laughs> were you kind of like um let's say uh, like nervous before like transitioning into OnlyFans? Yes. Yeah, because I didn't know if it was the right time to start. Um, and I was still, you know, I was going to school still. Mm -hmm. And um, I started in October. So right around my 21st birthday, you know, shaking some ass, you know, Doug <laughs> shaking that shit. I was nervous, you know, but I'm, I'm happy to be where I'm at now. I love it. I love meeting new people and, um, I love sharing my content. It's, it's a new, it's a, it's a new dimension for me, and that's what I love about it. 
Mm-hmm. How long did it take for you to get like out of that nervousness? I think when I saw how many people were, were like receptive to it, mm. you know, like there of course was some like, you know, there are some like drawbacks and people who are like, what the hell? But like, and I, I don't blame them, you know, like they followed me for Omegle, but uh, a lot of people now, they either know me from my Omegle videos or from my thirst trap, like memes and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's an interesting development. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you were speaking on how you feel about Omegle at the moment in the state of just the site. So would you rather people know you for Omegle or OnlyFans? That's a, actually a great question because a lot of the people I meet in like people that recognize me in public, they know me for my Omega videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes it might be better <laughs> to like know me for Omega. But if you know me for OnlyFans, like that's cool. I've had some fans who like subscribe to my OnlyFans and they're like, oh shit, like, were you here on this day? And I was like, yeah, that was me. (laughs) I just, I think if you recognize me from anywhere, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, I think being recognized is like a crazy ass feeling. So, how often have you been recognized? Yo, I (laughs) literally the last time I got recognized, I was like filing a police report. And like it was a long story, long fucking story. But mm-hmm. I guess the like the officer was like going to his car to like get the paperwork and everything, and I'm just like kind of standing outside, and uh, this one chick and this one dude, like this girl, is kind of like walking in front of them, and she's like, "Oh, sorry," I'm like standing in front of the door, and I'm like, "No, no, you chill, you chill. Like, don't worry about it. I'm standing here. You, you don't gotta apologize. I ain't in your way. You ain't in my way." Mm-hmm. And this dude, he's like. He like pauses and he looks at me and I and I look at him and he's like, Wait, you look familiar. And I'm like, Really? And he's like, Do you make videos on TikTok? And I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Are they Omegle related? And I was like, uh possibly <laughs> it's like freezes and he's like uh 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 have a good day <laughs> and he like he like follows his girlfriend and uh i just thought it was funny as shit because i didn't know if he knew me from my only fans or he knew me from my own angle probably knew if he was just fans, bro he's lying yeah pro- probably both yeah he probably wanted to save his ass and his <laughs> girlfriend. My- motherfucker probably subscribed to me <laughs> he was like damn bitch i know what your asshole look like <laughs> <laughs> bro, shout out to you, bro, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, shout out to the motherfucker who recognized me while I was filing a police report. <laughs> so, is there anything you change or like add to the site? Uh, what do you mean? Like, um, how OnlyFans operates? Is there anything you change or add to it? Um, I just, I just like post every day, you know. Um. I, you know, I do videos, I post photos, I talk with fans, and do, like, voice messages, like, life updates. Mm -hmm. It's really a way to, like, get to know me, you know? And I love to get to know my fans. 
I want to know how easy, I mean, not how easy, but how is, like, the discoverability on OnlyFans? Like, how is that, does it have an algorithm to where it pushes you to no. other people? No. No, I mean, if they're, like, subscribed to you, yeah. But, like, you really got to do a lot of, like, outside mm, okay. advertising, you know? Like, a lot of people subscribed to my page because they knew me. Like, I'm Tally White. Yeah. You know, they they don't know me because of OnlyFans. They know me because I did Omega trolling videos. They know me because they follow me for my memes. They follow me for my thirst trap memes. And... Like, a lot of girls struggle even, like, they just think, like, oh, I make an OnlyFans and I make a fuck ton of money. That's not how it works. You got to have a fan base. You got to have people that know you. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do something. It's hard work. It's hard work. It takes a long time, like, you know, it's called OnlyFans for a reason. It's only for your fans. Yeah. It's for, it's for your, uh, the people. That wanna that wanna get to know you, get to see parts of your life that other people don't. Again, uh, thank you for everybody listening. Still sticking with me and Tally. We're basically almost done. Like I have a couple more questions left. Um, I don't know. Have you ever thought of like going over into more like traditional adult entertainment, or are you good with just the OnlyFans? No, I, I'm chill with OnlyFans because you know. I have control over my body mm. and what I produce. And, you know, I, I've i tried to do a collab in the past. and We don't have to talk about that, Tally. I, I yeah. Assume that. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I mean, long story short, it didn't go well. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's why... I think a lot of people who go into traditional adult entertainment, they they oftentimes get exploited, mm. you know, and they don't really have ownership. You know, a lot of it is like dudes who be taking advantage of them. They're, they're, they're an item. They're a, they're an object. And with me, you know, I have control over what I show, what I do, what I talk about, who I talk with. Mm-hmm. And the goal entertainment is cool and all. Like you can be a household name, like Mia Khalifa. But, like, Mia Khalifa, she talks about it in her experience. Like, there are so many videos that she is not making that much money on. Or, mm-hmm. if anything, nothing. So, it's a brutal industry. And I think OnlyFans is the future. And I think it's amazing. I think it's ethical. Shit, I dropped $80 on a girl's OnlyFans the other day. Yeah, I think, um, how do I put it? Because there's one person who I think is, like, amazing at, like, talking about just having ownership. This is more from the music industry side, but it was Prince. Mm-hmm. He was big on like ownership and owning the rights to his masters and everything like that. And you kind of see mm-hmm. OnlyFans kind of taking that approach, kind of giving the creator the control. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. just like how you were saying, like Mia Khalifa has videos with millions of views and she doesn't mm-hmm. own the rights to that shit. You know what I'm saying? And she probably went through a lot to go to make that video. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's uh the climate of like, Owning the rights to your stuff versus not owning the rights to his stuff is very interesting. And I hope it'll go to more a creator-centric thing, if this makes sense what I'm saying. Absolutely. You make you you I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. Let's see. Oh, one of the last questions. Have you so 
I don't know if you've done this. I know you like used to do like um gaming streams. Right. Like, have you ever thought of like vlogging or have you done that or I have considered it. Um because I have, I have a fucking nice ass camera. I don't even fucking use that shit. I don't even know how to use that shit. Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna take a class one day, figure it out. <laughs> Let's see. So we kind of spoke about your childhood throughout this interview. I kind of want to know, because I, I think about this a lot myself. What's something that you would tell child Tally? I would tell child Tally. Um, on October 17th, fucking 2018, do not jack off to two big booties, fuck white dick, because your mom will walk in. Oh my God. That happened. (laughs) Yeah. I seen that. You see, you just can't say that. So what's the story behind that? What what was going on? Hold up. I was grounded. Okay. (laughs) And, uh. My mom and I, we had like a rocky relationship and I was grounded, but you know, I like my BBW girls online Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I like my black women. I like my, I like all types of women. And, uh, <laughs> yo, I was just jacking off. I was like 16 at the time, I think. And, uh, you know, my mom walks in and she's like pissed. She's like, Oh, my fucking god and she's like walking over like unplugging my computer but she doesn't know how to fucking unplug it and she's not looking at it but she's looking at me deep in the eyes because like i'm covering my dick like my pants are off and like (laughs) i was i was 16 i was horny as hell and like she just takes my fucking computer she's like i told you this is only for schoolwork nothing else <laughs> you will not be watching this shit in my house <laughs> and she like takes my computer and i don't have that shit for the rest of the year oh and, damn yeah i had to watch porn on my nintendo 3ds well i couldn't watch it i had to look at like photos and uh <laughs> yeah i used to save like photo i look i used to look up uh big ass asian women on fucking google in the internet browser of my 3ds and that shit I busted so many nuts to that shit, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I would go back in time, tell you to jack off less. Uh, be careful. Just jack off in the bathroom. Yo, so. Yeah. Why, why weren't you in the bathroom? Yo, it's my room. I didn't think that I should like pop in while I was <laughs> popping a nut, you know, like I was trying to enjoy some two big ass black women. Fuck big white dick, you know, like, <laughs> I was trying to enjoy that shit. <laughs> so, did you finish or was it interrupted? No, I didn't fucking finish. <laughs> this bitch took my source of entertainment. <laughs> you oh know, that's God. like the worst part is I I wasn't really mad I got grounded. I was mad I was blue balled. Wait, so, hold on. <laughs> Wait, so there's a lot to unravel here. See, now... One, why? Why wasn't the door locked? I forgot, bro. You forgot? Yo, I was, I, I was just, I came home one day. I was horny as hell. Okay, <laughs> I, I was like, you know, testosterone's in my body. I gotta come home and release it. And my mom walks upstairs. I don't even fucking hear her, bro. Damn, you can hear. Her? Like I'm in demon mode. Like my whole, <laughs> like my resources are. 
my my uh my senses are only in my hand and my dick. So <laughs> like I I ain't hearing nothing except for the moans and shit from the computer. You didn't have headphones on? I think I did. Oh, I was about to I had say. them like around my I think I had them around my neck and that was like the more embarrassing part is because I had to take the headphones off too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was a crazy time. I was living in Hawaii at the time. Oh um, shit, you lived in Hawaii? Yeah, like it was nice. Lots of beautiful people, you know. See, now I have to ask, did how common do people in Hawaii walk around barefoot? Is that common? Is that a common thing? Fuck, no, that's not. That's a that is not a common. I think that's a white people thing, but <laughs> <laughs> I do not be seeing motherfuckers walking barefoot. If they were at the beach, maybe. But okay, uh, okay. I mean, they might be wearing flip-flops and shit. I ain't seen a motherfucker walk around barefoot at school. <laughs> not at school. I mean, like, going to the store type shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, no. no. That's not a... That's not, no, no. Because it's dangerous. Like, you know, it's modernized. It's the city, you know? Like, you know, there's homeless people and shit. Like, there was a broken glass on the streets and oh, shit. Yeah. Like, oh. you gotta be careful. Interesting. Maybe in uh maybe in Lilo and Stitch, but uh not not real <laughs> Hawaii. That's like Disney Hawaii. Yeah. Okay, Tally, I wanna know where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, I see myself um maybe I'm a household name. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But uh I see myself being happy. I see myself being, you know, confident in who I am. Hopefully I got a baddie on my on my right on my right arm. Yeah. You know, hopefully I got a shot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see the social media content creation space in five years? Oh, I have no idea. Man. Like it's dude, it's changed so much since I was a kid. Like I don't even know what it'll be like in five years. Fucking. I don't even know. I'm I'm excited though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I can't even, I don't even know what it'll be like in a year, you know? Like, cause they're always like competing and coming out with new shit. Like AI is like a huge thing too. So, Man. you know, like you got to think like AI, I think is going to be really, impactful in, in shaping a lot of the things moving forward. Um, but that's all I got to say, but I'm not like an AI expert or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if it changes, it changes. I think we're going to see a lot more like Mr. Beast type channels type shit. Like giving away money. Yeah. Like just doing crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, giving away money feels good. One. And, and people love seeing people get money. Because who doesn't like money, bro? Mm-hmm. It's literally like printing money. Uh, like it's kind of crazy. Like I really, I really fuck with Mr. Beast and what he does. Like he's pretty cool. And I've never watched a Mr. Beast video. Never. But I, I fuck with him. I've, I've never watched one single Mr. Beast video, ever. I'll see. Now you gotta watch that recent one he did. Not, it's not. Well, yeah, it's pretty recent. That shit made me cry. The uh fucking curing blindness for like a thousand people or some shit like that. God oh, damn. Oh man, that shit had me emotional, man. 
Damn. Come on, fucker, curing bitches now. What the <laughs> hell? Next thing I know, this motherfucker's gonna turn into like a superhero. Hey, hey, I wouldn't be surprised, man. It's Mr. Beast, man. Bro, he's Mr. Fucking Beast. He's gonna be Mr. Beast. That's a superhero name. Loki, like, I feel like if, uh, if there was like a one world government, I feel like Mr. Beast would probably, he could get voted in as like the president of the world type shit. Hey, man. Hey, fucking man. You think Mr. Beast would, would be like a cool president? Uh, I would hope so. I would, I would hope so. I think that he would do a lot of good, though, off the bat. Shit. I hope he gives me a million dollars. I would, he, if he goes, yo, you vote for me, you get a million dollars. I'm like, Mr. Beast, say less, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to illegally vote for like four milli. You know? <laughs> Fucking stuff them ballot boxes. <laughs> I want to know. For the very last question, Tally, before I get into my quick 33 question segment, I want to know what's something you change about how LGBTQ people are viewed? I know that's what's one vague... thing I've changed? No, what's one thing you would change? That I, I know... would change. Yeah. No, that's vague, kind of, but. One thing I would change about how LGBT people are viewed is I'd like them to just be viewed as people mm -hmm. instead of uh, objects. Uh, a lot of the time we are categorized and we are seen as this kind of like monolithic group. That's not true. Um, I mean, I, I would, I would want the LGBT to be viewed as people. And, you know, there are shitty people. There are amazing people. There are people who just don't give a fuck. And, um, a lot of prejudice and maybe one day it'll change you know hopefully yeah hopefully one one femboy at a time yeah i mean i would hope even though we said we, it may not happen in our lifetime but i'd hope it happened in our lifetime you know we get a lot of more shit done i want a femboy president you think that'll you think that'll happen shit i'll make it happen Tally White for fucking president, Tally, man. Tally White for president, baby. <laughs> yeah. So for everybody listening, this is the very last segment of my podcast where I ask the guests 33 questions and I have to answer it as quickly and as truthfully as possible. Are you Holy ready, Tally? Shit. What the fuck? Uh, is this the first question? <laughs> no. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Question number one. Do you like the majority of people you meet? Absolutely. This month, have you been annoyed by something someone has said or done? 100%. So far, what was your favorite meal that you had in the past four months? Uh, burrito. <laughs> Would you rather get in the ring with Mike Tyson or get attacked by a shark? Mike Tyson. What's something you change about yourself? My dick size. <laughs> Yo, that's base. That's valid. Yo. Okay, so do you have a jacket on right now? No. What color is the majority of your clothes? Black. Are you happy with life at the moment? Absolutely. Would you rather be the sun or the moon? Moon. 
Were you ever afraid of the dark? Yes. What's your go-to hairstyle? Uh, long. What's a hairstyle you always wanted to try but haven't yet? Pink. Why haven't you tried it? Uh, I'm a pussy. <laughs> Do you watch YouTube every day? Absolutely. Would you rather be a video game or a movie? Shit, I want to be both. Have you had COVID? Never. That's amazing. Do you have any pets? Not yet. Would you rather have a pet monkey or a pet turtle? Pet monkey. Do you like the way most people treat you? Sometimes. Do you confront people if they treat you badly? Sometimes. Peanut butter or jelly? Jelly. Who's an artist that you've newly discovered? Picasso. Would you rather throw up poop or pee poop? I'd rather pee poop. Oh, what the really? fuck? Hell no, bro. I ain't <laughs> pissing poop. I, no, I don't want to throw that shit up either, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> so which one do you choose? I'm pissing that shit. Fuck it. Ain't nobody sucking my dick no more. <laughs> What's the first number that pops into your head? Three. Do you like hot Cheetos? Yes. Are you into cosplaying? No. How many pair of shoes do you own? Seventeen. What are you afraid of? Death. Do you have a gaming console? Absolutely. Favorite fruit? Pear. Do you drink alcohol? No. Tea or coffee? Tea. For the very last question, do you like anime? Absolutely, 100%. I love anime. See... Attack on Titan, Season 4, Part 3. You know what's amazing, Tally? You... Were the very so when I tell people you're supposed to answer it as quickly and as truthfully as possible, that's not like a that's not written in stone. I let people answer that however they want. You were the first person to answer that as quickly as you possibly can. Nobody has done that. <laughs> Thanks. That's why this 33 question segment again. I'm big into psychology. The way people right. answer it, what they say, and how they say it says a lot about a person. That, really? Yeah, it does. The weirdest questions, like it, it'll. It tells you a lot about somebody. Did you like that segment? Was that, Dude, that was amazing as hell. I felt <laughs> like I was on a game show. Thought <laughs> like Steve Harvey was like standing behind me, asking me questions and shit. <laughs> so, so actually, before I end the interview, I ask everybody this who actually like likes anime. So yeah, I want to recommend. So I want to tell you my top five anime, and then based off of that list, I want you to recommend me three. Okay. Okay. So one is Parasite, two, Death Note, three, Seven Deadly Sins, four is an anime called Cells at Work. It's about like a these cells in a body. Uh huh. And five is Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> I love Yu Gi Oh. People don't count that, but I, I fuck with Yu Gi Oh, bro. <laughs> so what would you recommend me? Three. I would recommend Attack on Titan. Uh, fuck, fuck, uh, uh, <laughs> fucking, what's that one with the furries? Oh, Beastars? Beastars. That is fire. I've seen that. That's fire. Yeah, it's fire, bro. I never thought a bunny would turn me on. Um, <laughs> bro. 
fucking oh god damn it bro what the hunter hunter okay not to self watch those um yeah you gotta rewatch b stars bro i'm waiting for the fucking the last season bro that's what i'm waiting for uh so for everybody listening this was the tally white interview i had a very very good time speaking to her this was this is really cool man like it i liked speaking to tally like this was cool like uh i don't i don't even know how to I don't even know. Is there anything that you want to say to the people, Tally? Anything, any upcoming projects or anything you want to say to them? I would like to thank everybody for uh, being here, for the real ones that stuck around until the end. Uh, you were amazing, and I love you. Mwah. There's a very special kiss for you. And um, check me out on Instagram, on TikTok, Twitter, and say what's up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Everybody listening, this was the Tally White interview. I'm gonna leave all of Tally's links linked down below. If she posts a video before this comes out, I'll ha- also have that link down below as well. Um, yeah, for everybody listening, this is Obscure Image Podcast, most obscure podcast in the world. It's your host, Make Love, where I interview underground artists, content creators, game developers, inventors, anything in between that. Yeah, it's your boy Make Love, your girl Tally, and we out. Peace. <laughs>